Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jeffrey TV. Good morning, boys and girls. My name is Jeffrey. My name is Jeffrey Scott Mitchell, and I'm about to take my blood pressure as I eat my breakfast, which consists of baby spring salad, cranberry raisin things, a little bit of shredded cheese, a little bit of fat-free vinaigrette dressing, a bratwurst, and mm, cottage cheese, if I didn't say that already. That's what I eat every day, every morning, with my water, and the vitamins that I will be taking later. Ladies and gentlemen, As I stated yesterday, things are good in Jeffrey Land, in Jeffreyville, in Jeffreytown. Jeffrey has always been an outgoing extrovert person growing up in school, constantly talking, constantly engaging, always had friends, always had people around me social, enjoyed it, used to make clubs, always wanted to build a club, Dewey Street Dugout. Seems that I enjoyed entertaining or hosting. Well, maybe I enjoyed entertaining and not so much hosting. I think I like the process involved in hosting. So I'm a gregarious person. I'm social. But there is also a part of me who deeply, tremendously, deeply loves being alone. I've probably been over this before, but this is what I feel like talking about now. And as somebody once said, it's called Jeffrey TV for a reason. Why does he talk about himself all the damn time? It's called Jeffrey TV. And I'm trying to offer you some insight into size, into Jeffrey. Insight that you may be able to identify with or see something that you recognize that you can apply to your situation or what you're going through. And we can find a commonality in that and we can bond and we can sit around a fire with our shoes off and bunnies running around us and 120 over 91. See that bottom number, see I need to relax. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna do a relax one. No, I'm not gonna do a relax one now. I'm kinda hyped up. What was that? I'm talking about sitting around a fire with bunnies and kumbaya and commonality and one and spiritual uniqueness within the whole universal realm of everything being together and all of us being one. Step back far, far, far away from the universe in time and distance and see it as one. See it as one organism. And we are all together. Not a leaf shall fall that does not affect me and my life personally. And I also agree too, or should I say, I also want to say, everything is subjective and relative to you. Forget all this, think about other people, forget about communism, forget about socialism, about the group, the herd, 
in everything. The bottom line comes down to you worrying about you. And I've said this before, even if you is worrying about other people more, that is still what you want to do. One fifteen over ninety three. Well, at least the top numbers down. I hope I'm not talking too loud, am I? I'm not peeking, am I? Am I? Anyway, what was I saying? Everything comes down to you. Regardless, we say, oh, he did it for other people. Oh, he gave his life for this. Oh, he served this. He served that because that's what he wanted to do. You're going to do what you want to do. You are going to do what you want to do. Ninety-nine percent of the time, in a free society. Now, there may be situations such as slavery or imprisonment. Even imprisonment is a choice. Going to prison is a choice. As I said before, very, very few people go to prison on accident. If on any, you got to work your way to get into prison. One, two, three, four strikes. And then they probably on the fourth strike to say, hey, we'll give you one more. Don't fuck up, okay? And then you fuck up anyway and you go right back to prison. Anyhow, the whole thing comes down to people want to appear benevolent and outgiving and going but they're really doing what they want to do you that is what they choose that's how they were cut out that's the mold that they were created in the instinct that they have to serve others and that's what they want to do but the point is to take everything from a subjective standpoint from your own subjective standpoint determine your reality determine the rules that you want to live by interface those with the rules that you're of society that you are going through the stream around you the public the social uh curiosities and social justices and social injustices around you apply that all to the philosophy what you believe in what you desire and what you hope will be meld that all together find a common balance and execute the plan for yourself 120 over 89 Where was I going with this? Anyhow, I think I was trying to say that maybe this little quarantine thing is starting to get to me just a little. And by get to me, I don't mean like, I need to see people, I need to go out. I'm starting to wonder and be concerned about going back to normal. And I've always had this concern. I've always had this kind of apprehension. Even if I'm going to my 200, 203rd P-Funk concert, sometimes I walk in there and I go, I forget why. I literally forget why until that music and that moment hits me. And sometimes, more than likely, it's like I've 113 over 86. Sometimes it hits me like I've never been here before. And it's just, it's overwhelming. It's just overwhelming when that rush comes because sometimes the adrenaline wanes and the serotonin and the dopamine in my body, it, 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 it ebbs and flows. And sometimes it goes down of like if I'm sick or physically tired or going through something. Then when it comes back, I remember when Stan, I was in Costco or somebody standing in line and it started to come back and I could just, I just wanted to, you know, and I was, it was amazing to me that, you know, that, and it was like I've never experienced it before. And that feeling right now seems far off in the distance to me. It seems far, far away. That, uh, you know, excitement. That, uh, ooh, I can't wait to go here or do that or what it's like to 
go see a everything comes back down to a concert I don't know why everything comes back to go see P-Funk or a concert at least let it be the Pittsburgh Steelers at least let me get back to the football season or the game every every goddamn thing I talk about I see myself going to a P-Funk show what the hell is that about what the hell is that about and we're not going to talk about P-Funk shows 3GP I'm going to have to make that video I'm going to have to make that video 3GP I'm going to have to make that video because Jeffrey I was fortunate enough 123 over 93 See 3GP got me all excited This whole P-Funk third generation thing Got me all excited My blood pressure up I was fortunate Or unfortunate enough To be at the opening show Of 3GP And I saw them do three sets I believe Petaluma Yeah Petaluma Berkeley And then San Luis Episcopal Saw the first three sets It was scripted it was the same, but that's okay. I may have been to a track. I probably said this before, but that's okay. And I do have an opinion on that whole thing. I do have a severe opinion on that whole thing. And I need to put that in a separate video. Not that I might not tease this about 3GP in the title of this video to get y'all to watch it. Because it's all about views. Is it? Is it really all about views? Do I really care how many people watch this? To a little, maybe 40%, yeah. No, maybe 30, 35, 40%, yeah, I do care how many people see it. But for me, it's about posterity. It's about me getting what I'm streaming now, what I'm talking about now, what I'm thinking about now, down. Because I do, people. I go back and I watch myself over and over and over again. And I got no problem with doing that. I could be entertained. I could be entertained. Got uh, Facebook hooked up to my big screen TV. 117 over 78. That's what it says. 117 over 78. Let's try it again. I got no problem with streaming myself on the big screen TV and watch me just sit here and talk. And I can relive the feelings. I can relive the energy that I was talking about and relive the energy that I was going through when I was talking about it. So this is about posterity. This is about me going future. This is about the Jeffrey Museum, which I need to start working on. Because I'm starting to realize I'm going to have to be the one to do it. I'm going to have to build this institution so that all this knowledge and all this here continues on after I'm gone. Because leave it to my children. Let's just say they got their own things to do. <laughs> leave it to my children. Let's just say they got their own things to do. And I need to do You got to do it for yourself. You can't leave it to your mother, father, sister, anybody. You got to do everything yourself. You have to do everything that you want done right and for sure yourself. You can't trust, not trust, you can't rely on another human being. Everything is subjective. Everything comes down to the individual. The individual is in total control. Even if they think they are a victim, even if they think they are captive, Everything is determined down to the individual and a subjective view of that individual and the way that video uh, uh, and how that individual feels and goes through life. Uh, there's nothing, ha happiness cannot be given to you. Happiness cannot be given to you in the form of money, relief. That's just excitement. Excitement can be given to you. Um, uh, uh, individual moments of glee can be given to you, but deep happiness is developed. And it only can be developed from within. 
and it can be developed within a myriad of varying circumstances. That means it doesn't matter. Some people could be happy living under a rock in Toledo, Ohio. Or some people can be happy flying all over the world every week. It does, it does, it's, that's the beauty of human diversity. Everything is covered. We just about got every goddamn thing covered. 111 over 88. We got just about every kind of nook and cranny. Life is just about every kind of nook and cranny. Every energy source is being is used by another energy source to live. As far as life goes, you know, pretty much. That means if there's something out there, if there's an energy source out there, there's a part of life that uses that energy source to continue. Like they, some of those, that life that's, uh, exists is on the Mariana Strait, like thousands of feet, miles, miles and miles under the ocean. Sulfuric acid, pure, no light. Just pure hot sulfuric acid spewing into the ocean. There's life there. So life is diverse. And I think for life to be that diverse, it must have started, or this, the mechanism of life must have started, 114 over 88, the mechanism of life must have started before the, this universe. If you look at the Big Bang and expansion of the universe and you contract it backwards, they figured that this universe was living 13, 14 billion years. I think that for what we're going through now this mechanism the way this is in place it must have started before this universe so this universe must have been seeded or this process or something about the way the structure of atoms or structure of sub particles or sub sub subatomic particles come together it has to be I mean, almost has to be have started trillions and trillions of years, years ago before this universe which is is said to be about 13.8 14 billion years ago we seem to start from a singularity which i believe if you look at black holes they collapse to a singularity i think something like on the other side of a black hole could be another universe because i do believe in that many universes i do believe in trillions trillions of universes and they expanded in every direction at every time at all times and how did i get on that i was talking about life and diversity and see i'm just it feels good though you can tell I'm enjoying this. Anyway, what time is it? 10.40? All right, so at 11 o'clock, I like 11.05, I like to get out and get a walk. I get about 45 minutes of walking in. And then so when I come down to sit down to work at noon, I already got like four to 5,000 steps in. You got to get your 10,000. I've been getting my 10,000 steps in every day this year so far. Every day this year, I haven't missed a day yet. And sometimes I get up over 10,000. But ever since I've working from home, is barely I, at least cracked 10,000. 10, I'd be having like 10,100. The other days up 20,000. One Saturday I ate so much and I felt bad. I said, Look, I'm gonna do 20,000. I'm just gonna 118 over 88. If I stop talking and do stuff, I'm, okay, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do one for y'all. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take this, I'm gonna stop talking. Hold up, I'll be back. One nineteen over eighty-eight. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, I should be happy to the top numbers under one twenty. I am, but that eighty-eight, I did have salt yesterday, and I've been doing stuff, and it'll probably go down at the end of the day. But blah blah blah. Anyway, where was I at? What was I talking about? Where was I at? Oh, the whole reason I cut this on today was to talk about this whole quarantine in place and how the effect of it is it's having on me and my mindset being so removed from people and interaction and the whole the things that used to uh, drive me and motivate me travel and p-funk concerts and Steelers games and 
you know, the things I used to do, museums, you know, all the stuff that I used to go and do that I haven't done. It's only been like a month, people. Jesus Christ, it's only been a month. I think February 17th is when I passed out. February 21st, we went and saw Hamlet. I mean, me and the girl, hang oh, we went and saw Wisdom, too. We saw the Desert Dweller, so... You know, it, it, it hasn't been, it's, it's been about a couple months, January, February, March, April, three months. Anyway, let me, I'm going to check right now. You know, let me check, I'm going to check, I'm going to check my events calendar. And yes, I do have an events calendar and it is public. Everybody can go look and see the things I've done over the last shit, 10, 15, 20 years. I keep a good records too. I keep damn good records, as you probably can imagine. Desert Dwellers was February 29th, March April. So we're going on three months. Jesus. 3GP was 221 in San Luis Obispo. That was 221, 321, 421. That was two months ago. <sighs> Anyhow, see, this is what I'm going through. I mean, look, let me see. All the stuff out there. 3GP, Venice Beach, hanging out with the girl, physical. I got Super Bowl party, child's birthday, Nam. Ooh, the Nam. Danny Renner Funk Jam. New Year's Rose Bowl Parade Route, hanging out with the girl, bowling, hanging out with the girl. Uh, Steelers Patriots was the 8th. I went, I went September 8th. Steelers 49ers was September 22nd. Steelers Chargers was October 13th. November, December, January, February, March, April. So six months ago, I saw the Steelers and San Diego. Wait a minute, hell, in, in October, last Thanksgiving, I was in Ohio. 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4. Yeah, about five, six months ago, I was just in Ohio. It seems like it's been a long time. It seems like it's been years. But anyway, I digress. I'm going on 17, 18 minutes. Just wanted to speak on myself. Talk to me some more. You know you don't have to go. Barely drive my car. I need to get my car washed and put the cover over it because it's just sitting there. That beautiful beast. Every time I walk past that thing, I just look at it. It's just so, that car is just so beautiful to me. That's the one that I wanted. That is the one that I wanted. And I've drove dozens and dozens of cars because I used to rent for like five years. I've driven everything from a Fiat to a freaking Chrysler 300. That Jeep Renegade, I drove a Patriot, and I was like, whoa, I like this. And then the Patriot seemed a little bit big, and I, I found a smaller one. I think I had a compass or something. The compass was big. And I was like, whoa, Grand Cherokee was like huge. I was like, no, 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 no. And then I, I saw that uh, new Renegade. I was like, ooh, that's the one. I like the smooth contour lines and on it. My niece say it's a woman's car because she was expecting one of those little big mash army jeep looking cars that you could take apart like a Wrangler. You could take the doors off and take the thing and have a roll bar on it. She was expecting that. So when she saw my little refined, pretty ass renegade, all smooth and contoured and elegant and beautiful, she's like, she said, it's a woman's car. Had me looking at every renegade I saw to see who was driving. Had me checking that hypothesis. Anyway, my name is Jeffrey Scott Mitchell. What we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Swinging on y'all two times. And carry the funk. And divide 
a way we equal one. One day I'm gonna learn the words. He said it one time on a you know, George sang it so clearly, like it can carry, carry the funk and carry it over till we equal one. Carry the one over to something like that. Cause you know you gotta carry the one. Remember carry? Carry, you know, you know, minus, 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 and you carry the one, whatever, you know, how that goes. I forget Belita said it one time too. I was actually to hear it and hear the cadence and hear it fit and I forgot. Anyway, my name is Jeffrey Scott Mitchell.